This is the Music Storm Podcast, where we discuss music from so many angles, from artists, producers, and listeners, but with the main interest with the music industry as a whole. Today, we got Derek, Derek, part of, I guess, <laughs> Derek Westra. Derek Westra, okay, from, there you I go. guess, new band name or not band new name? New band name, yeah, 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 so new band name, Coco Mono, I believe. If it, we're recording this uh, before we announce it and like finalize the band name, but like it's going to be something like that. Hopefully, it's that. We, Hopefully, we, we hope. But, but yeah, how like, are you doing, Derek, man? Yeah. Like, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. It's Friday, just got off work, had some pizza. Nice. My dad makes the fucking best pizza. Amazing, amazing, best pizza I've ever had. Dude. Like, Santa Lucia doesn't even stand up. Nothing stands up. Best pizza. I gotta try that pizza one day, man. You got it, bro. I'll have a party. Invite all you guys out. Like, have my dad make like four pizzas up. Dude, that'll be it's amazing. great. It's great. <laughs> I'm, I'm getting pizza tonight, anyways, just before I leave. Oh, nice and everything. But like, dude, homemade pizza is always the best, man. Oh, it's so good. It's so right? good. Can't go wrong. Yeah, you can't go wrong with homemade pizza always. But. Some of the listeners might not know you, of course, Derek. So start off where you're All from right. and what you do, Derek, in the band, I guess, really. Yeah, so I'm Derek Westra from uh, Kokomono now, I guess, formerly known as Memorial Brigade. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm the guitar player. I'm from We're from Winnipeg. Winnipeg. We play shows all the time in the local scene. And that's about it. We got some. Uh, we got an EPL called uh, Fall of the Marginal. We're working on another... Uh, Full length, I guess, there. And Ooh, yeah, that's about it. Ooh, full length. Oh, I'm excited for that day. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. Ooh. Completely, like a complete new sound. Complete new, new sound, too. Oh, oh, oh. Well, yeah. I know you guys and, have been hinting on like the math core kind of stuff. Yeah. So yeah. is this going to be like that? Oh, yeah. Okay. So we're calling this uh, Bummer Core. Bummer? We're this oh. Bummer core. All right, we're starting a new genre here, okay? That mm. term was coined by our bass player, Nick, of course. If you don't know Nick, he's the guy with all the fucking crazy ideas in our band. <laughs> he came up with both the names that, like, Memorial Brigade at first. He came up with Kokomono. We've been sitting on that for, like, a couple of years now. Oh, really? Um, yeah, yeah. I th- we, Nick and I were going to start a Midwest emo band. At one point, right before COVID, and then we just decided to use those songs. Midwest uh, emo band? I wanted to hear this now. Damn. <laughs> yeah, it's um, gotta, it's uh, it's pretty crazy. You got to start this project now. I want to see this Midwest emo band. <laughs> well, okay. So what we did basically was take the songs that uh, we wrote together, like the Midwest emo vibe, and we turned it mathcore. So now it's like a mathcore mix, mathcore and deathcore mixed with midwest emo so like if your listeners know i guess uh hopscotch battle scars are a new band on the scene right mm-hmm. shout out to them they're fantastic you take them you mix them with mobo and that's what we're trying to do we're gonna hear jordan scream oh god this is gonna be amazing. yeah <laughs> this is gonna be learning amazing. how to scream yo okay um it's gonna be nuts this is gonna be insane i'm excited to hear her scream now damn well you guys as well because you guys do backups and everything too well now we're going to have to we're going to have to learn like i personally i can't sing at all oh i tried i'm so bad but like 
I, I can do like ACDC style, like back, um, backup vocals and stuff like that. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So what would, I guess, be like, instead of hopscotch, battle scars and everything, but like, who would be, I guess, really the main influence, I guess, with the new genre and the new name and everything, I guess, with, I guess. Well, okay. Then. So the, I would say like, again, Mobo, big influence, other guys like, uh, hot mulligan, um, uh, hospital bracelet stuff like that um mixed with like uh slaughter to prevail um knocked loose and stuff like that so like okay. midwest emo heavy ass breakdowns put together in like beautiful fashion because like everybody that listens to like math core and stuff like that right everybody li that listens to death core almost all of them also listen to that this new like midwest emo sound too and then everybody that listens to that new Midwest emo sound also don't mind the screams and stuff. Like you uh, listen to like Free Throw uh, yeah. with their song um, Two Beards In. And it's just screams for half of it, right? <laughs> They're just screaming. <laughs> I don't mind. Which screaming. is a great song, great. right? Yeah, like I, I love the balance of screaming and just singing in general. But like yeah. if there's that in general with a band and everything, then it works yeah. out, you know? Most yeah, exactly, time. right? But then you have the odd person that's into death core and that then sure i guess i don't know <laughs> yeah i'm into that stuff i mean you can see that uh one of the um this guy right here oh yeah um death le leprosy by death death is one of my main Ooh. uh influences like the og death metal band like i've lo i love them uh what's the what's the album called oh it's their last album uh I don't know. I <laughs> so I can't help you. It's, it's my one of my favorite albums, and I'm blanking on it right now. <laughs> it's uh, it's really good. Um, he uh, he's crazy. He was crazy. He died of like, I don't know, brain cancer or something. Rest back in '04. Yeah. yeah. Rest in peace, rest Chuck. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I'm I'm into all that stuff too. Yeah, I was gonna yeah. actually ask you about like your influences and in, like music in general. I guess Derek. I guess as a guitar player, like who are you like your favorite guitar players and influences and everything in that as well. Well, I'm a I'm a weird uh weird guy that way because again, you got Death. I got uh, Harvest Moon by uh, Neil Young there. I got <laughs> Giant Steps by uh, John Coltrane there. <laughs> Right there, wide Mike's variety. Uh, right there, I know, right? Weird, weird taste in music. I'm like into everything from prog all the way to death metal, anything with a heavy ass breakdown that you can bang your head to, all the way to like the rock stuff, like on the radio. I dig, okay, yeah, you got yeah, some folk, Midwest emo, all that stuff, anything with a good song, songwriter. Yeah. Because yeah. I think uh, songwriting is the most important thing. Oh, well, yeah. Right? Well, yeah. If you're, songwriting, I guess. I don't know. Right? Right? You can be like the best musician ever, right? You can be, ha play the fastest guitar licks, all that stuff. But if you're not a good songwriter, no one's going to listen to you, right? Yeah. Well, so be a good songwriter first, and then people are going to listen to you. And also have your tunes actually be good, too. That's the Yeah, exactly. Thing, right? right? Yeah. You can be a good songwriter, but not make good tunes. Like, that's. That's yeah, the main thing. <laughs> do you do the good like, tunes? Do you do songwriting? I guess a lot on spare time. Do you help with the band with writing and everything? Or oh yeah, I uh, I do my parts. Um, I right now, all I got here is my acoustic guitar. I do most of my writing there. 
Uh, yeah, we, we're playing in like new tuning. So we're playing in like open F right now, um, open C or C over G. And what's the other one? Uh, open B, which is like drop B. <laughs> drop B. Dude. But with open, open, uh, open tuning. Yeah. So, so um, yeah, I'm basically learning that. Okay. New, basically new. learning all these new um tunings and how to play in them and stuff so that's what i'm focusing on right now uh skelly the guitar player he's doing a lot of writing uh, oh. because he really likes that uh the heavy stuff the low tunings and all that so he's chugging away doing some crazy stuff and i'm having to learn it all <laughs> is it hard for you i guess to learn that i guess the hard of this new tuning new guitar progression and all these chords and everything that you've never heard of yeah before everything yeah. is it hard it is pretty hard i'm not going to lie <laughs> because uh, at least the way i uh play i memorize the fretboard right so i memorize all the shapes all the scales and stuff and i practice them and i practice them i did that for years in standard right now drop uh, like drop b or whatever that's like okay it's not that terrible it's not that different but you get into like open f and open c over g and the fretboard is completely different. Now you changed all the notes on the fretboard. <laughs> Damn. And you got to relearn how to uh, play that and all that stuff. So it's a lot more of listening by, uh, to the tune by ear okay. rather than um, like using music theory, if you know what I mean. Okay. Right? I, I don't know guitar. Well, I did guitar in school for like one semester and then i got it but then i did trombone for a couple of years so i kind of know trombone's freaking awesome Dude, i love trombone i love trombone it was fun it just a little slider boom 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 you know it was, it was, it was going nuts right yeah we we made a lot of jokes it was fun it was fun oh, yeah. trombone oh, yeah. players are always the greatest people but it's always the bass players that are the the craziest right <laughs> there's the drummers too there's the drummers oh drummers too drummers yeah. too you have the odd weird lead center too you have those but i don't think this band has that i think <laughs> we just, just making fun of jordan here no no or the uh liam no, what's going on what's going on listen, listen, we're good we're good we're good i hope they don't hear this, then this no no up. no they're uh they're all cool they're all cool they're a cool bunch everybody of has their quirks everybody in the band Every it's uh okay what are your quirks then my quirks yeah what are your quirks? um well personally i really like politics so i can get a little feisty <laughs> that Ooh. way i got a political podcast actually called the canadian perspective shameless plug right Ooh, there and um so i like talking about that stuff um i also am very like analytical like just how i think so um like with music theory i'm pretty like um on point with uh remembering things that uh, some of the other guys don't um not that i'm always right sometimes i am wrong skelly is just he just plays good things that's like all he does is play good riffs and then we use them nick uh nick comes up with all the crazy ideas he's uh that guy he likes to joke around never is not joking around <laughs> yeah i, I know um, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you know Nick, yeah. you know Nick. And Jordan's just there trying to have a good time, basically. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I, I like that. Wait, I didn't mention we, Liam there. Yeah, Liam's just Yeah, Liam. I was just like, yeah, where's Liam at? With Liam's just chilling. He's the guy in the back that's like smoking weed, 
a bit too high and just <laughs> he's going to get mad at me for saying that but <laughs> Whoa, let's put it in screw it screw it i don't care it's it's all good it's, it's all good podcast, you know? I'll, I'll cast shade to the um, fellow band members <laughs> then then we're gonna have an individual podcast with cheech and every single one of them and then they're just gonna <laughs> throw shade at every single member and then that's the best no, part that's okay that's okay i'll hey, let it slide more podcasts out of exactly it's all podcasts. about content right hey what it's all about content right exactly that's the content in this day and age you gotta yeah exactly you, gotta throw shade, you know you know so let's go to the very beginning Derek. okay okay uh, from okay. you in general like what got you into music like playing guitar and everything like what made you be like yo i want to be a guitar player you know well, okay, so my personal story, I was like, I've always liked guitar, like from a young kid, like I always wanted to be like a musician type thing. I remember like listening to Iron Maiden and stuff with my dad in the car singing along. Um, one of my earliest memories was I used to do karate, right? So I'm driving home from karate with my dad. And uh, we're singing along to Number of the Beast by Iron Maiden. So that's something that always like stayed with me and all that. So I, I was always into music that way. And then I started playing and I didn't really get serious into like practicing and stuff, learning how to play guitar uh, until probably grade eight. So I guess I was 13 years old. I started at like, I don't know, nine <laughs> years old or something like that. So I was like 13. Um, first performance was like my grade eight graduation. You know, um, I did not do well. <laughs> at all but uh that kicked my ass and i started learning how to actually play and then fast forward a couple years i'm able to like do like um sweeping if for the guitar players out there that know what that is i was um practicing some jason becker licks and stuff like that um wanting i had one uh musician friend um his name's actually is my co-host for my podcast so his name's Cole. Uh, cool. We used to uh, play back and forth. He was always like one step ahead of me, which also helped push me to just to get better and better and practice more and stuff like that. So we still play to this day occasionally and stuff like that. But I was always like, I need to find some more musicians to play with, right? Makes sense. If you want to be in a band, you got to find people to be in a band with, right? <laughs> so um, I went to... Um, music school basically so i went to uh this place called the music cellar heard, and you've heard of it i don't know maybe yeah it's uh right off of uh saint anne's i think it's oh, yeah it's definitely yeah. still open okay uh they it was run at that time by a couple uh david and brenda who are just fantastic super supportive they still come out and support us at our shows and stuff oh, like that awesome. all the big events and stuff and it's they're great and yeah, so I went there. Um, they had a program. Uh, I forget what it was called, but basically they put you into bands. Like they put their students into bands and like they would put on a show at the end of the year, right? And so I started that. I was with the band. We did a couple things. Um, we did one show and then just with the school. And then we did another show outside of the school at the Forks uh, for some like disabled day. I forget what it was. It was like a run for disability or something, That's something cool. like that along that those lines and so that was fun and then uh they put me in another band and it was everybody it was these guys right oh. so it was nick liam and 
uh, Zach, and I don't know if Jordan was uh, in that band at the time. I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, heck, we're I don't think she was there yet. And so that's how I met them. Now, they've been like lifelong friends for like, I don't know, since they were like four. Oh, you're the outsider of the I'm band. I'm the outsider, right? Oh, this I meet them. And <laughs> exactly. I meet them. They're 15 already. They've already spent a decade together. I'm this new guy that they've seen and they're like, oh, we saw you doing sweeps at backstage at that one show. So you must be like good at guitar and stuff. So, <laughs> yeah, it's just like, OK, yeah, I could just yeah. do this on a regular basis. Yeah, I'm pretty good. I'm like, no, I'm not good at guitar, but like, I'm glad you think I am. <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, we started playing and stuff. And then I went to uh, this uh, Manitoba music program, mentorship program. And I was walking in the first day and all of a sudden Liam comes up. I'm just like, oh, I know who you are, <laughs> right? And he's like, yeah, I know who you are, right? Mm -hmm. So we uh, we did that music program together, and he actually ended up showing me the first rendition of Casper oh. that was recorded with one mic in one day with a couple mattresses around them. Okay. <laughs> like 15-year-olds uh, just trying to make a demo. I'm just like, hey, I, I'll join your band. Well. And that was basically it. Damn. That's insane. That was the origin story. The origin story of yeah. Derek on how he became. Derek in uh, Memorial Brigade, Memorial now Brigade. known as Kokomono. Kokomono. <laughs> hopefully it's Kokomono. That's what I hopefully, hope for, too. Hopefully. I hope for, too. Hey. I'm pretty sure it's uh, set in stone. Kokomono. What's the other names that you guys have thought of, if it's not that? We, um, so it was Memorial Brigade. Uh, what was another one? We had Dathomir for a while. We were going to do Dathomir, but that sounds like too black metal, you know? Dathomir? It sounds more girl metal, too. It is Girl metal. Okay. Okay. I haven't Daphne, thought of that. Yeah. In a sense, yeah. With, like, yeah. Daphne in the name, in a sense. Yeah. Oh, fair enough. Fair yeah. enough. Like, you can get that. Yeah, you can um, get that. It's actually, uh, it's actually a Star Wars reference. Oh. So, right, you know right. Darth Maul, right? right? Yeah, I know right. Darth Maul. I didn't think of that. Damn. <laughs> oh. Yeah, so that was the other thing. Because, like, uh, Escape from Echo Base is also a Star Wars reference, right? Right. And I'm just like, well, maybe we shouldn't have uh, yeah, like, copied the Star Wars reference. Yeah, yeah, yeah that, that would yeah. be issues there. Don't want to step on anyone's toes there, right? So, <laughs> the, the, Yeah, that's with a local scene like this, you you don't. <laughs> no, no. Yeah. I'm sure they would be cool with it. They're cool guys and stuff, but. Mm -hmm. It is what it is. Yeah, but. But don't want to be like the guys that copied uh, Escape from Echo Escape Base. from Echo Base. Okay, yeah, me, yeah we copied your name. <laughs> yeah, the concept yeah, of your name, right? Concept, yeah. But Derek, we gotta yeah. have a little funsy with this. Okay. 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 If you could date any musician in the world, even a celebrity, who would it be? Um, unironically, Steve Vai. <laughs> Steve Vai, what? hottest man alive. I gotta say, I've always said that if I had, if I had one uh, gay pass, um, it would be Steve Vai. <laughs> my man, my man, my man. Man's a fucking gem. He's so good. He's like so unbelievably good at guitar. It's like I like I can't believe it. I can't believe it. Like, um, have you listened to uh, Passion and Warfare? I don't. By Steve Vai. No, I don't think so. No. Okay, I'll it's do that so after. I'll good. Do that after. It's an instrumental record, but he basically makes his guitar sing throughout it. Like it's so good. Plus, like, I don't mind. Man's a cutie, so <laughs> can't go wrong. 
I love your game pass. It's a good game pass. <laughs> it's a good game pass, right? Yeah, it's, it's perfect. You gotta be LGBTQ friendly. Exactly. exactly. We're a LGBTQ uh, plus band. I don't even know what the other guys are, but like, I know oh, I Jordan's um, on the on the spectrum there. I'm on the spectrum. Oh, uh, I did not even know that. Wow. Yeah, oh. we we're thinking of uh, using that a little bit just to um, like connect a little bit more with our fans and stuff. Yeah. Uh, but we haven't got into that. But yeah, that's that's cool. That's good to know, yeah. actually, for like yeah. that. Like you don't notice that actually much in like music. And well, it's it's more of soul. It depends. Well, yeah. Yeah. In bands in general, you don't notice that much, but like yeah. in like general with solo acts and everything, yeah. But like, yeah, yeah. When people are talking about like their own story and stuff like that, and a, l- a little bit more of a personal, intimate vibe to their um to their sets and like just their artistry, like their image, uh, they talk about that a little bit more. You don't really see that too much in bands, I guess. Like you can take like the Rolling Stones. Like I'm pretty sure Mick Jagger was like a bi dude back yeah. in the day doing his thing and you don't really hear about that right he doesn't talk about it at all a lot of these bands and artists just don't because it's very critical in the music industry yeah they screw them up and everything and then they're not going to get shown or get played in shows and it's just yeah yeah back in the day it was it was a big deal back then right i mean you're not going to not play freddie mercury though just because he's gay or whatever right so well back in the day yeah, also but... back in the day right because yeah he was just too big or like david bowie or some someone like that mm-hmm. right yeah, you never know maybe it'd be like yo i turned out to be that and then they just yeah. don't play <laughs> don't be an issue. <laughs> um so what what i guess what's really like the writing process like with the band i guess Let's go back. Okay. The so like, how's it like, like, do you guys do anything like special or anything at all? Uh, yeah, we each uh, take a shot, uh, pure alcohol before we play, um, smoke, uh, two bowls, take two bowls from the bong and, um, high five, do a five minute prayer and, uh, comes out a song. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> someone just comes in with a riff and we just work on it. We really. just do it right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no there's no ritual or anything like that we just like hey are we writing tonight and then everybody's just like yeah sure whatever works for me okay we go in we uh we have a song or someone comes in with a riff we work on that if it's good we keep it if it's bad we say that's bad and we cut it out pretty simple nothing too crazy okay. we tried to keep egos out of it because egos aren't aren't the greatest <laughs> in the writing process especially if you're telling someone you don't like their uh their piece that they wrote but. well yeah true and everyone has their own story on what their piece is and everything like i know a yeah exactly in the scene and everything have their different like stories and their different like base on what they think a meeting for a song is like i'm i've been i've been watching a couple bands and that it's yeah. and it's good to have different stories of every single band member for a different yeah. song and that and you put your yeah. little mindset to it and it, i love it i love hearing about that yeah yeah um well the the cool thing about us too is that everybody listens to like different music right yeah so i'm a little bit more i lean more on the prog side liam uh leans more on like the on like the grunge side, like the Dave Grohl type of stuff. Um, Zach is all about breakdowns and low tunings, and that's about it. And Nick is all about like that tasty Midwest emo 
type uh, songwriting and stuff like that. And Jordan is all about like um, musicals and stuff. So she's been in musicals and all that. And so like everybody kind of brings their own um, creative juices together. And that's what the sound is really. Hey, that's I, what comes out i want to see a dance member from you guys now because she's into <laughs> musicals we needed to see a dance member from you, you guys know what now. i had an idea a long time ago about writing an album like um basically writing a musical but just uh, a full like concept album of it and then Ooh. being able to perform it like that i think that would be super cool dude but also super hard. Well, yeah, <laughs> to, like, be, right. I don't know if I could cool. do that, but I think that would be a cool concept. Yeah. Well, going off yeah. of that, like, would you ever go do solo stuff or work with other bands at all in the scene or anything? Like, have you? Oh yeah, I I totally would definitely. Okay. Um, I was in this weird like I don't know funk band wedding band thing for a while that fell through. Um, I know the other guys in the band, Nick Liam and uh, Zach, they all. Uh, they're uh, playing with Tuva, right? Okay. You know who Tuva is? I've heard the name. I don't know who that is. Okay. She's a great songwriter. She's in, more in the indie scene than the, like the pop punk scene. But she comes out to all our shows. We love her. Um, she's great and everything. And uh, the guys uh, played for her. They're uh, her backup band. So they're, like, they're doing that. I think Liam and Nick are... Uh, are permanent members of that band oh weren't they um, now didn't they do a show with them in halloween and that was that the one? yeah yeah and they okay. all wore uh velma costumes yeah the velma stuff okay that was them <laughs> yeah okay. basically oh okay. shows that right and i think nick and uh, liam are permanently in that band um not entirely sure i don't want to speak for them or anything yeah, like right. that i know zach is auditioning for one of the other bands in the scene so we're we're branching out a little bit okay. but I, i'm pretty sure memorial brigade or kokomono now is uh is going to be the main focus for all of oh, us yeah i hope Definitely. so for you guys at least and just oh, yeah. from you guys like i really hope so i don't want to see anything break up for you guys i'm like damn you know? <laughs> no that's not in the that's not in the books yet <laughs> yes. we, got, we got at least four more full-length albums and collaborations that we gotta do first before we can even think about breaking up <laughs> well what kind of collaborations are you guys thinking of here that's well that's that's know. a top secret that's top secret. We're going to be working on that for the next while. Come on, you gotta leak one thing. Man. I'll come back on the podcast and I'll announce it. Okay. When like we did years. with the name we announced. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. I don't want to give away too much of the secrets because it's going to be crazy. It's going to be so crazy. Okay. What we got planned coming up. New music, my guy. <laughs> new music, okay. New music. Where are you going with this? When's a new single? When's a new album? When's When's new, new single, music? new album, new single, something oh. new from you guys. There has to be something new in the world. Well, okay, okay. We have basically, uh, what is it? One, two, three, four, five, nine new songs written that are not recorded. Okay. Uh, I'm pretty sure we're trying to get to twelve, and then we're going to start doing the re- recording process. Uh, we got a guy. His name's Mikey as well. Let's go. <laughs> Hey. hey uh he's he's great he did our ep um he does sound for like uh like the jets and bombers or something oh, like that cool. like he's in this he's in the industry there okay. and so he's fantastic has his own uh, uh production um company and stuff and then uh got a mastering guy andrew from oh, i forget his company name too 
he's uh he's done work uh with countless people like uh he, he was doing uh sound with uh one of the um, famous actor i i can't remember names that's oh, my biggest uh flaw i can't remember names but damn that was a crazy story nick would know mm. nick would know who that is but yeah he's done uh some amazing work on like hollywood movies and stuff and yeah, so we got a we got a team there that we're doing. Um, we're talk we're in talks with some other people about doing some one off recordings okay. here and there. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. I I hope for that kind of stuff. Like I know for artists and everything, they be saying, yeah. "Oh yeah, they have written stuff and everything. They have it yeah. all set in stone." But there's always the off chance in studio. Oh, it just doesn't sound right or doesn't mix well. Yeah, that's why I'm like, yeah, that's I hope you thing, guys right? have a lot of stuff in store because it's like, <laughs> yo, okay, we have 12 tracks and everything. Oh, it just yeah. doesn't sound great in studio. Oh, we have maybe like two tracks now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> fair enough. I think uh, I think we're pretty good with that. Um, we practice these songs so much and we re- revise them so much just in the writing process and over time. Just like playing shows, seeing what works and what doesn't work. We're yeah. usually pretty good. Um, like with our EP uh, that we released, it was uh, it was pretty cool because we just went into the studio and it was like all good. Right? Oh, just all good. Okay. <laughs> it was like, well, all those songs were like, they were at least cohesive, right? Um, that was more so pop punk and stuff. We kind of, we changed the, uh, the sound of what we're going for. So now, again, I explained this before, like... You yeah. got the death core, you got the math core, a little bit of easy core mixed that with the uh, other stuff. Completely different from like the pop punk stuff, right? Yeah, I well, which will be interesting with you guys going oh, yeah. more in the local scene aspect of things because you'll be working with a lot more of the hardcore bands and everything, which would be yeah, yeah. So we're too. trying to um, we got a show coming up um, December tenth. Uh, I don't know if this is going to be out or. <laughs> by then or not um yeah. but like we're playing with like av i believe at the moment yeah. low life and uh brotherhood i think oh brotherhood and co yeah oh. brotherhood and co yeah you guys and so that's going to be a good one we're pro shotting that so we're going to have some content out so we, we will have some uh recordings of the new songs i guess from there that will be out that we'll be able to release Let's go, let's go, let's go, yeah. let's go. Finally, finally, new music, finally. New music, eh? Yay, finally. <laughs> we'll have time. like eight new songs. I think we're uh, we're aiming for having four new tunes that we haven't played live yet. And cutting out some of the old ones that we're like sick of playing. <laughs> this is going to be jam-packed that night. Damn. Yeah, yeah, we're going to, we're going to try to get jam-packed. Four bands, pro shot, try and get everybody to go crazy. Like it's I going to be a fun night. See some death circles. <laughs> Hell yeah, we'll do like a um a wall of death or whatever. Dude, okay, <laughs> I just envision right now you, uh, yep. one of the other guys in the pit or whatever. Someone's just jamming out <laughs> in the middle, and then they're just everyone's circling. Everybody's around. running around. <laughs> I should totally get wireless because we got to do that one day. Just so hop fun. into like the crowd and start playing in the crowd. Yeah, like that'll be awesome. Dude, that'll, that'll be, be so, so cool. good. That'll be so yeah. good. I'd love to see that one day. One Jordan, day. Jordan does that stuff. Like she's so good with the stage presence that mm-hmm. way. Like we just played uh, emo night uh, mm-hmm. on the twenty eighth. I think uh, you were there, right? Yeah, you I did. Was there uh, you did photos, photos, right? Yeah. <laughs> what do you think? So I wasn't good. there. 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you remember, like, Jordan, uh, like, we started the song. Jordan came through the crowd and stuff, mm. came on stage, set the mood. Yeah. And she had, like, she had the crowd, like, in the palm of her hand, basically. She would move from one side of the stage to the other side yeah. of the stage. Think, and the crowd would literally follow her. I think that and was I found that like so cool. Doing that actually, because yeah. getting engaging with the crowd and everything, well, it yeah. worked well. Honestly, it worked really well. She's like, I don't know. She's like so good at that. I don't. I don't understand how. <laughs> hey, now you guys need to do some engagement with the crowd. You guitar player, be like no. <laughs> Well, you know the funny thing was uh, the guys want to do the Paramore flip, right? You know what that is? I, I forget what it is again. Remind, remind okay. me. Remind me. Okay, so it's when one of the guys goes down and the other guy flips over their back. So it kind of looks like they're doing a barrel roll. Oh, okay. So the one's the on the back. back and then one goes, oh, okay. That, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. And they yeah. do that in like uh, time with the song and stuff. There's a pause. They do that and they hit the chord on the way down. So they were practicing that for a while. But we did not have enough space on that stage to yeah, do the Paramore yeah, that flip. That was a bad stage to do that. I, I know. Yeah, that was bad. very, uh, very tight. You should do this. Um, what is it? Um, Bankside would not work. Um, the Bankside was also kind of small. Yeah. Um, if you guys do play next year, I don't know if they do host it. Fusion Fest. If they do that. That's a big stage. Okay. That's a very okay. Big word. Um, check out if they're going to do that next year. If not, but. It's that hill. Yeah, that's hill a that's a big uh, that's a big festival too. Dude, eh? it was it was jam packed. I was there the whole yeah. entire weekend. It was <laughs> jam packed, a lot of bands. But that stage is probably the biggest that any local scene has seen. Period. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But fair enough. Like, I I definitely want to play like as many festivals as I can. Oh yeah, I bet. Like, yeah, what are your band. dream festivals that you want to go to? Dream festivals, literally dream anything. <laughs> um i would love to play like the burton cummings theater uh yeah. like sold out with our own fans like that yeah. type of like size of theater i would love to do that okay. also like touring with uh like a touring festival for like a couple months that would be awesome um i mean we actually played the burton cummings theater a while ago but it was like for like this uh don't do drugs school thing um so I had to uh, do a speech in front of like 800 kids <laughs> that were forced to be there. So I don't count it as like a real playing well, the yeah, bird that experience. Count. That's right. That count. Yeah. Uh, but I did like a speech in front of them being like, hey, don't do drugs. Drugs are bad. We're, we're responsible with that stuff. Yeah. We don't do crazy stuff. Oh, yeah. Like, you got to be at some point and you got to have fun with it, too. Like, yeah, exactly. Right. Life's too short to have not fun, you know? That's yeah. the main thing. But it's just about being safe, really. Oh, yeah, I, yeah, I promote safe, safe drug use. Safe drug use. <laughs> <laughs> I promote safe drug use. Test your drugs. Always test your drugs. <laughs> Don't take them and test them. <laughs> well, okay. Okay. How about this? If you're able to get drugs that you knew were safe, like 100% mm -hmm. what you're, you wanted to take. Yeah, like regulated safe, mm -hmm. and then you were able to test them yourself. How bad would drugs really be at that point? If you knew how to take them and you knew the actual dose you were taking them in, and you knew it wasn't laced. But your first time, you wouldn't know. <laughs> first time, you wouldn't know, but you would have instructions on how to uh, take them for your first time. 
and how to not okay, die. That'd be nice. <laughs> that would be nice, yeah. right? That'd I might nice. even try some of like the the coke or whatever, but like personally, that's a personal thing. I know. I don't do that right now because I don't know what whatever is in there, right? So like mm. fentanyl and stuff killing people, like that's yeah. like terrible. That's, that's, not that's pretty bad. That's not in the agenda for the bands. No. Poor no. as well as yourself. That's no, no. <laughs> no, we do not we do not support that or illegal behavior. However, test your drugs. <laughs> if you are going to do them. <laughs> test your drugs. That's the band's motto at this point. <laughs> I would love I'm that. I'm sure motto. the band would agree with me there. <laughs> that would be a good motto. You go on stage, test your drugs. If you're doing drugs tonight, make sure you test them first. Don't do fentanyl, kids. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that goes along with my uh, my political stuff right there. I I get into that stuff. I'm fine with like, talking about all that. I'm going to get canceled one of these days for saying stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. This will be fun. This will be fun one of these days. It's okay. I'll defend my stance there. It's all good. <laughs> I've already said it on my other podcast, like my whole stance with drugs and stuff. I personally, this is a personal thing, and not I'm not speaking on behalf of the band here. But I think old drugs should be legal. Uh, and I think you should have safe injection sites. And um, they should be taxed and regulated. Fair point. I think that's the safest way to do it. It's good. Because yeah, people are going to dr- do drugs anyways. <laughs> don't do drugs, kids. Yeah, don't do, drugs. don't do drugs. But if you do, test them. Yeah, just test them. But um, Going back on, like, I guess, touring, I guess. Like, do you... Okay. Does the band have any plans on, like, you think soonish to tour out of province, you think, with another band locally or anything so, in general, you think? So basically our plan right now is we're talking to, um, we're uh, in talks with a management company. We're not getting, like, a manager or anything. We're not that big, but um, we're just getting a little we'll bit of help, a little bit of guidance to, um, to like, uh, help us out with uh, planning a tour and stuff like that, as well as, like, recording and all that stuff, getting grants. And uh, our plan right now is next summer, I believe, we want to be able to head out to Quebec. And we have a couple of qu- um, connections in Quebec. Uh, I believe Nick's sister is uh, is out there right now. She knows a couple people that can put on shows for us, promoters and stuff like that. So we might uh, do that in the summer, I believe. Hopefully, we'll have a couple singles out by then, you know, build some hype. Go out there, do a do a week long tour, a couple shows, come back, a do a couple shows. Please, please hit me up if you need a photographer for Quebec. That'll of be course, pretty, Mikey. That'll be pretty dope. Of course, uh, Mikey. We yeah, got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That'll be dope. That'll be dope. <laughs> uh, I, that's my dream of mine, actually. I, I love to tour oh, yeah? with a band. Like literally, that's my dream for a photographer. Oh, that'll be awesome. With a band. And- I like like if we're able to tour and we have like a little bit of a budget and stuff, like bring along a photographer. Uh, meeting new bands um, all that stuff like it, it's literally a dream of ours well even then like i always tell this like i've even talked to local scene for bands like honestly yeah. for me as like i know you guys are local and everything you guys yeah. don't have amazing budget or whatever yeah. as long as man can eat sleep we're good I don't need yep. crazy budget, you know? That's the thing. Yeah. <laughs> so us too, like we were talking about like uh buying a uh band van. Oh yeah. And being right. able uh buying a trailer and building our own like enclosed uh U-Haul. Ooh. 
insulated ourselves and stuff do it the cheapest like diy way and then yeah have all our gear in the back sleep in the van and tour just tour for like months on end that's harder than it uh it sounds because you know jobs and everything but well i know a couple bands like i know like one local band northern royals they just bought actually like a brand new van and everything they've talked about that and everything they wanted to that. so it's like a band they have a full entire like nice cozy van with actual like um a toilet and everything that kind of stuff oh damn almost like a almost like an rv eh? yeah kind of like an rv but it's not it's just a big van so they're gonna hitch also i think a trailer with all their equipment and everything and then just sleep of course in that van okay and then there's also like one band that i photographed like i think two years ago that was bad omens and they have a good old big lawn van which is typical like you know um tour vans that you see the big white band and that everything and they have like a little budget trailer kind of budget kind of thing okay yeah so basically get a van at this point and that would be so nice yeah like having like one of those full tour yeah it's uh, like a 12 tour van not a 12 person like it's bus? like a seven person van I okay six person nine person i forgot how many it was like one Don't two three four five six okay maybe eight maybe six eight to six ish people in eight that to van. six okay yeah but i mean that's comfortable for like a band of five like yeah if we we're touring and with like a photographer and maybe like a roadie or two like that'll be eight people right there. Yeah, honestly. Yeah, Airbnb. like a Hutterite van or something, <laughs> like one of those big ones. The only thing is, I think that what they do, they use hotels for sleep, and that's what I know for them. Okay. So that's the only issue. But that would also be nice if we had a budget for hotels. <laughs> right. Right. This is no, like we're gonna this... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Everybody has to like pull out a hat for like one of the beds and stuff. <laughs> uh but yeah that's the thing like tours cost money and stuff right and you're not Mm -hmm. working during the tour so you're losing money personally um that way as well so it's like you need grants you need all that stuff you need someone to help plan it especially if you don't know what's going on yeah like we've never toured before we've never planned a tour before like we need someone that helps us out that way and that's uh kind of what uh uh we're looking we're uh looking for with this um management company and I think they'll be a good help us out that way, guys. Like I, yeah. I'm excited to see you guys if you guys too. No, they'll be good. This is this is our dream, right? Like mm-hmm. we were saying, we were talking about this stuff because this uh, this management company uh, gave us a questionnaire. They're called uh, Misfits uh, Management. Oh, I've heard of uh, it. It's a new, it's a it's a newer uh, company out uh, run by Elise Roller, I believe that's her last name. Um, anyways, she's she's fantastic. She does amazing work uh, with musicians around the country, actually. <laughs> and so she has like this little thing that uh, to help out um, smaller um, smaller bands that can't really afford uh, a like full time manager. So it's like a little hour. You can uh, basically book her time yeah. for an hour. It's a hundred bucks, and she kind of like helps you out, gives you advice and stuff like that. So uh, we're hoping that kind of streamlines our um, all our energy into like uh, a clear path, basically, yeah, to meet our goals and stuff where we can uh, get grants to tour. We can organize stuff like that, organize collaborations, 
Uh, we got lots of crazy ideas that we want to try out. That is going to be like seen, like scene wide, basically. Everybody's mm-hmm. going to be involved type thing. I'm excited so, about that. It's gonna be really- yeah, that's going to be fun. Every Everybody's going to love that. I know that for a fact. Everybody's going to love that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like everyone, even in local scene, everyone's going to be like, oh, my gosh, these guys are finally doing. Let's go. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, like going off of like management and that kind of stuff. Like mm-hmm. I know you guys are independent and everything. Do you guys think like you guys will go like, I guess, into a label at some point or something or what do you think that uh that depends really like i don't want to go into a late personally i don't want to go into a label especially if i know that they're going to like screw us over right because you get so many like 360 deals and stuff and they'll be like oh we'll push you we'll make you massive but you'll make zero dollars yeah and it's yeah. like well is that worth it mm-hmm. is it really worth it at that point you want fame that's the real question that you gotta yeah. ask yourself as a band as well you, like yeah mm-hmm. do you want the fame and not the money or do you want to like be able to pay your bills and or what you could do which hypothetically you yeah, don't have to yeah. take my consideration because this is i'm just an average <laughs> music listener and probably a dumb person for saying well this, same here yeah same here no same judgment here, but no judgment here <laughs> Take a record label that will make you fame and fortune, not fortune, fame for maybe <laughs> a two, how many, how long are contracts usually? Maybe two to three year contract or maybe okay. one like album a cycle. Couple album. Couple yeah, album one album cycle. Like, one or yeah. two album cycle. And then drop them. Go independent again. Yeah. <laughs> um, like that's another option, really. It all depends on the contract, right? That too. So if they, uh, if I can like, um, basically make money uh selling tickets and selling merch i'd be happy and they can own the music or um if they want a 360 i'd probably say no to that but if it's like a 360 deal they're going to push us and stuff and they um and it's just for one album then i'd be open to that too but then again like when you get into these things like they can shelf you yeah and then in the contract there's like you're not um you're not out of the contract until the album's released and they just don't release the album. So you have to like... You're stuck. You're yeah. stuck. The band's done. Basically, mm-hmm. they just screwed you over. Mm-hmm. And that's happened to so many bands like in the past where they just get their album shelved. They get signed. Everything's going good. They have so much momentum. And then they get shelved and then it's over. You got to find the right record right. company and record label. And yeah, you exactly. You just to find the right people in general to do that. That's that's hard to do too, and like no one's looking for that stuff in the Winnipeg scene either. No. You got to go to like Montreal, Toronto. You got to go to LA and stuff, Vancouver as well. Mm-hmm. I think um, what was it, the Trouble Band? Trouble Band. I think they went to LA. They started playing a couple shows here and there in LA, and they eventually got signed down oh, there. Cool. Yeah, I'm I, pretty sure that's what happened. That's cool. I think you guys should like travel out. Of, well, of course, touring and everything, but like. I yeah. don't think Canada wise. I generally think like even then, like America wise, that you guys yeah. should like LA. I think even Ohio has a good scene that you guys. Can oh yeah, Ohio. Like that's the whole Midwest uh, yeah. emo place, right? Ohio. Mm-hmm. You got Michigan. You got like Chicago, Albany yeah. and all those Chicago. Mm-hmm. Like that whole area is just like littered with yeah amazing bands, very just amazing good bands. bands and great scenes. Like Philly, Philly's popping off, like yeah. has been recently. They got like hospital bracelet and stuff there. 
just amazing bands a lot of bands i've been noticing yeah. from philly in la a little bit recently the past couple yeah. years yeah like general america has been doing great but canada's like yeah. we need to get better <laughs> yeah we uh we don't have that many people out there we got like our main ones drake and uh the beebs um <laughs> that's pop those man. guys are doing good but like other than that, Mariana's Trench isn't doing uh, too much. No numbers anymore. Headley's no. canceled, you know? Yeah, Headley's done. Uh, who else is there? There is Tragically Hip, but the guy died. And he they were only kind of famous. They weren't big anywhere yeah. else, right? I guess the only new one recently would be Spirit Box. That's the only new one. Okay. I actually haven't heard of them. You haven't? No. Am I just uh, not? Did I just get canceled? I'm not a sneak kid anymore. <laughs> I just lost in, my badge. Technically, in like metalcore scene and everything, like okay. in heavy, consider heavy metal, but they're not yeah. heavy metal scene. They're yeah. popping off right now. Like they're okay. basically, um, they're what is it? Are they on a tour with? They were supposed to be on. Were they on? Silverstein, I think, possibly. They oh, went okay, yeah. they went on a tour with Limp Biscuit, then they got that canceled due to COVID nineteen. Then yeah. they're on tour, I think, with Underoaf now, I think. Okay. Yeah, but okay, so yeah, they're they're popping off. They're popping off right now. They just okay, released a brand yeah. new album. They're popping off. To me that personally, awesome. me personally, the album was overhyped and everything. It was not great, great, but it's pop or popular. It's pop. It's basically okay. New- people are digging it. People, people are, are digging, digging it, around. and I give around town. It. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. I love yeah. that. Like anyone that makes it in the scene, it makes me happy. It makes me happy seeing that because the thing is with like, especially our scene, no one's yeah. no one's treating each other as competition. No, it's all about growing together. I feel. It that's depends like the vibe on what scene you go in in the Winnipeg market. That Fair enough. Also, that, that no, that depends. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, uh, from uh, like our uh, scene with, with the bands that this we play scene, with, and stuff. with the metal and the yeah. this this community that I've been seeing with the metal community. Yes, this is for sure like that. Yeah, it's a lot more like, hey, we want to help each other out. Let's yeah. put on shows together. I'll invite you to a show. You invite us to play at a show and stuff like mm-hmm. that everybody's going to everybody else's show everybody's digging each other's music like it's just a love fest for the most part yeah <laughs> yeah which is awesome just, i love it let's just bring covid into the mix now. <laughs> yeah. yeah covid covid was like a curveball for everybody too right we had um right. like us personally we had a bunch of like festivals lined up i totally forget what they were that was like two years Aww. ago but uh, we had a whole bunch of festivals, a whole bunch of shows. Momentum was like starting to go stuff. Then COVID came. Everything's canceled. And then we didn't play for like two years together. We had a like, a, I think, three month a section within like March of like uh, 2020 and mm-hmm. um, December of 2020 there where we were able to play a little bit. But yeah, I remember that. Nothing. I was supposed to go to Nothing. one of those shows, but I couldn't just because time and everything. But um, yeah. random thought process on yeah. this because okay. of the COVID nineteen ness and everything. If you guys were continuing, like hypothetically, if COVID nineteen didn't happen and everything, would you guys still keep the name Memorial Brigade? Uh, probably not. Really? Probably not. I because um, 
I don't think anyone was really like super excited about the name Memorial Brigade. The only mm. reason why we chose it was because it was the best one that we could come up with. Like that was number one. We're terrible at coming up with other names. That's why it took <laughs> like four years to come up with another name. And uh, three, it was like we were always open to having a better name. We were always like, this is the placeholder name. We'll have this in for now. And then we just kind of went with it and forgot about it. So uh, I'm sure we would have uh, changed the name anyways, okay. eventually. Now I think we're, we're pretty certain that it's going to be Dead Set Kokomono. We got like branding ideas and stuff. We got merch lines all planned out. What we want to do with that. And we we're going to go full on like capitalist here. <laughs> <laughs> Selling shirts, like not just like selling like banties, like basically making like a almost mini brand uh, with Ooh. the t-shirts. Yo, I just love rather the than name. okay, the name just merch, right? The name feels summery, so you gotta have like some palm tree kind of merch appeal. Oh, exactly. Okay, so like our mascots, our mascots going to be a mushroom. Okay, a, mus- <laughs> I a mushroom. I want a mushroom with the bro. face. What? Kokomono, the mushroom, and uh, it's going to be a mushroom that says "I heart Kokomono." That's going to be like the logo. And we're going to have like that mushroom is going to be like kind of like the mascot. We're going to have um, a couple different versions of him uh, to be our, um, I don't know, logo, I mm-hmm. guess. Not really a logo if it's changing, but okay. <laughs> be our guy, kind of like the Eddie head from uh, Iron Maiden. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, right. Right. Okay. okay. Branded that way rather than just on the name Kokomono. But yeah, I've gotten that too. Like everybody's just like Kokomo or like, you know, that Beach Boy song, Kokomo. I did not sing it right there, but I know. DMCA on the podcast. <laughs> but yeah, everybody's just like, oh, I love like uh, the Beach Boys. And I'm just like, yeah, it's not not even close. No. That was not a concept no. when we came up with the name. But I, I understand the connection there. It's a good connection. I kind of love it. Yeah. I mean, I'm not offended being... Um, talked about in the same sentence as the beach boys unless they get canceled the boys are awesome then it's, then it's an issue do they get canceled i don't know <laughs> this point, uh, i don't, I don't think so anymore. i don't know i haven't heard about that i don't know anymore. no if they I'd did then maybe they not did but like... or anything or if that point they do i don't know <laughs> yeah hopefully not like hopefully not, but... you can't you can't uh you can't have nice things though anymore so you can't even no, in this can't have heroes no <laughs> No, those don't exist anymore. Oh, gosh. So, what do you think? Okay, music industry as a whole right now, with labels streaming and everything right now, like, what do you think about hearing that? Like, is it like a sour taste in your mouth, or do you think it's a good taste? Or what do you think on the concept of the music music industry as a whole? Okay, so I have a little bit of a unique take here. Um, So, uh, basically, uh, in my opinion, you can't change how people value your music right or how what people value um music in general not just yours but just anybody's right no one's buying cds no one's buying vinyls no one's doing any of that except for like collectible items right so and everybody was just uh torrenting them like in uh 2000 with the whole metallica and like whatever that was odd person still torrenting yeah right now yeah odd person still torrenting it's like k whatever no one like actually wants to pay for music anymore that's just the market right you got to adapt as a business person you got to adapt right yeah so now 
now there's like streaming. Yeah, you can make a little bit of money off streaming and Spotify just lowered their royalties and stuff. But I don't even agree with the concept of uh, copyright to begin with. Yeah, I don't agree with the, um, just the whole thing. Because in my opinion, um, music as a whole before this whole uh, cap- the capitalization of uh, music, yeah, um, it was all based off of playing each other's tunes. So every like in uh, blues and in jazz, there's like standards, right? Everybody would play the standards. Everybody would play each other's ta- uh, tunes. Uh, everybody would do uh, cover each other and stuff. And it was just whatever. You make your money because you're the one playing. You're just the musician. You get paid to play, right? Uh, that kind of changed. Um, you mostly with Elvis, where he started like stealing people's stuff and posing it as his. Uh, he wrote uh, the songs. And then uh, moving forward, it was like, okay, now I have, uh, I own these songs. You own these songs. You can't copy me. I can't copy you type stuff. I think it's all bullshit. (laughs) I think it takes away from like the whole vibe of what music is supposed to be, which is just having a good time. Like, (laughs) I like your song. I want to play your song live. What's the big deal, right? I want to take uh, influences and stuff. It's like, you can't sample a full song. But you can sample parts of a song, right? You can kind of cover the songs still. Like I know you can, you can cover songs yeah. and stuff, right? Yeah. Like we covered like nine to five, but we had to pay for that. And it's like <laughs> you're going covering a song is just going to bring that the original artist more listens anyways and more mm-hmm. attention anyways. So it's like I, I don't understand the concept there. Um if someone wanted to cover our songs, I would be flattered. I wouldn't be yeah. angry that they're uh covering our songs i'll be like hell yeah that was awesome right i want to support them too well yeah it's <laughs> awesome get exposure and as yeah. well as everything like everyone loves your music it's like oh yeah different take on the music and the cover like it's yeah it's it's, it's interesting it's fun like that's the whole point of it and like if they're making a couple bucks off it like who, who the hell cares it's just bringing more attention to uh you right um, the other thing is, I think that most uh, bands should be focusing more on just merch, selling merch and selling ticket sales, oh, okay. uh, rather than trying to uh, grab royalties and stuff. Hmm. Because especially at this stage, like I, I think we have uh, sub ten thousand listens on, like in total, with all our songs on okay. Spotify. I'm not entirely sure what the number is, but somewhere like in the eight to ten thousand uh, mm-hmm. listens range. Uh, overall time and it's like I, I'm not going to get paid for that no no <laughs> maybe like I don't know a couple bucks <laughs> right yeah maybe if like they're not even going to bother going through the process of sending that to me right so and like what's that going to go to nothing so we've always just focused on ticket sales and uh, merch and making a brand that way and that's what brings the listens it's almost like basically as a band you're um your music is the advertisement and your uh, the way you make money is selling your t-shirts, your t-shirt business, right? You're not a, you're not a band, you're a t-shirt business, but you use music to market your t-shirt business. Well, yeah. Like, yeah. Like that's the thing with a lot of these labels as well, going back into labels and that, like, I know a lot of these bands have even said, like, I know, what is it? Battleman's the one that I, photographed them like, yeah. like a year or two ago they said most of their sales are from ticket sales and of course the merch and everything but also i yeah. just found out recently the past like year or two um the off chance of a label 
that you sign with vips yeah. they get full entire share of vip tickets as well like i know okay. uh, against the current they do vips and everything their sales for vips go directly to the band which is interesting okay. too which is new concept yeah. that i didn't even know that was a thing so no that's awesome. that's that depends on the contract and where you go with that but you yeah. could go it's mainly always the shows is where you get the most money for bands and how you directly yeah. help them. yeah just focus on that oh mm-hmm. like you know slipknot slipknot is pushing shirts and shirts and shirts and shirts they made a whole brand where like celebrities like justin bieber kim kardashian all those guys are like wearing their shirts and it's like obviously you don't listen to slipknot but you're out there wearing their merch right (laughs) they're that successful with it and they're one of the like most successful bands on the planet iron maiden same thing the amount kiss kiss was uh the first uh uh, band to really concept like have that concept where just mass merchandise Mm -hmm. like everything kiss everything beatles too like that's the kind of like that's how you make money in the music business in my opinion the music is just for fun. That's just for fun. Yeah. You just That's the passion part music. though for the musicians, but like and even even like the um even the fans, like that's like what people think the main focus is. But like to, to be successful and to be able to make this music on a large scale, it's all about the merchandise. You gotta sell a good merchandise, and I hope this yeah. new band has very good merchandise in store <laughs> because this is getting this new Merch. brand, we got we got some crazy ideas. We got some crazy ideas it with better, it. I'm gonna say it better, or this bloody name change is gonna happen in the next year again, and then yeah. we're gonna come back. <laughs> we're going to rebrand again. Again. After <laughs> the four years with this name. Ooh. Yeah. No, it's uh I think we got like three or four different um uh merch ideas that we want to uh bring into fruition before okay. um our first show as Kokomono, which might have happened already by the time this came out or might have not happened. (laughs) We're not entirely sure yet. I'll I'll discuss what the bad one this comes out because (laughs) I I dropped this before it comes out. Then I'm going to have some trouble here. (laughs) Yeah, we we're keeping that under wraps for the most part. But like if you're um, if this isn't coming out till after December 10th, I I'm pretty sure we're announcing it then or we might be announcing it a little bit later. Yeah not sure but for sure get this set up around that time ish okay try future listeners (laughs) (laughs) gotta love that um so of course you guys are independent of and that everything but do you guys like do you think artists should be independent you think or should they go with a label you think in this day and age i think it's uh it really depends on the band and the label uh right because Again, labels can screw you over. And I like if anyone gets an offer or anything, like go to a lawyer (laughs) and talk to a lawyer. If they can afford a lawyer. (laughs) Well, yeah, that's the other thing too. Um, Yeah, if a label's coming at you with a bunch of stuff that you don't understand, like it's scary and you can sign and you can just get totally screwed over and they'll just take all of your money and stuff. On the other hand, they would... They could also be, um, excuse me, a really good stepping stone in order to get uh, known in like a broader scene rather than just the local scene, right? Yeah. But that can also happen independently. It really, it really depends. It depends where your focus is. 
and how good you are at uh, like networking and marketing and stuff like that. Right. Yeah. Cause if you're, if you're really good at networking and marketing, that's basically all the label is. That's what they're doing. That's how it works and how you get signed and everything. And if you yeah. have a good local scene as well, and then you have promoters yeah. and it, if it, it's all, of course, the networking, if it works, it works. Yeah. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Then yeah. Boom, boom, and boom. like, I mean, I'm not the greatest networker. I do my best, but like, I'm not Nick, uh, the bass player. He's amazing at it. He's everybody loves him for some reason. I don't understand why, but <laughs> no, I love him too. But, uh, yeah, he's really good at that. He's he talks to everybody. He um talks he knows the scene so well. He knows all the everybody basically in the scene. And everybody knows Nick because he's just a nice guy to be around. He thinks he knows everyone. <laughs> thinks he knows everyone. <laughs> no, no, no. Like no, like I kind of know the scene as well. Well, at least the metal scene. I'm yeah, trying to yeah, get more into like the hip hop scene, but also there's still the indie scene. I'm more or less getting into as well. Like I'm getting more of this music scene here in the local scene, Winnipeg scene here. We have and some. It, it's we have some. Yeah, we have some crazy music here. We yeah. have some really good stuff. Yeah, I was just like, talking to someone in LA basically, and they're like, yeah. "Oh yeah, we have a show basically." any every single day or every single week and i'm like here in winnipeg it's just basically that at this point now like at least yeah. every single weekend there's at least one show that you could check out if you want it at this point. yeah every weekend there's something going on yeah like the venues like we like the park like the park is so is so good like yeah. having like such um accessible bands come come in like they they got um bands going on world tours but aren't big enough to play like the big stadiums and stuff yeah. so they got some crazy stuff but they also have like local shows there the bulldog too like keeps the local scene like running basically mm-hmm. every weekend like there's there's stuff happening at the bulldog you go down to the bulldog and you always know that there's a band playing that weekend right yeah um right. you got the handsome daughter that has like same same type of vibe a little bit more um of the set in stone bands already like usually you you start out at the bulldog you kind of play the handsome daughter a little bit parks for like the big boys. <laughs> if kind you get invited boys. to play at the park, it's like super exciting type thing. We played a couple times at the park and it's, it's always a blast. Yeah. They're so uh, good. There. Park is always my favorite venue just cause it's, yeah. you get to meet the bands that you've, that are kind of little, but also to yourself, yeah. it's like they're relatively big, but also you get to meet them too. And yeah, exactly. Like, I've uh, one of my favorite bands uh, is called Revocation. Uh, they're like a tech death type band, and um, the uh, the guitar player David Davidson. Um, I've Davidson. seen him like I've seen I've met him in person like twice there at the park. I did like a whole like guitar lesson with him the first time he came around. Second time he came around, he's walking outside. He has a joint in his ear, right? <laughs> having a good time talking to fans and stuff i met this on my 18th birthday actually i was at the park so i turned 18 um there and i saw uh black the black dahlia murder basically and i saw trevor the vocalist uh, i met him on my 18th birthday with a beer in my hand and he said that i had the coolest shirt in the venue and i was just like yes yes, yes. Like, that's uh that's a memory i'm going to uh take to my grave basically because if i i don't know if you know the black dahlia murder at all they're they're pretty big like yeah. uh death 
uh, metal, like yeah, deathcore death band. I'm not in um, death metal. I know a little bit of the death metal scene a little yeah. bit, but I I don't listen to it particularly. Okay, fair but enough. I yeah. know kind of relatively. So when you mentioned his name and everything, I knew who it was. But okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. So like. Yeah, I got to meet him. Um, even there's some like weird stuff that happens at the at the park too. Like they had a showing of the room. Yeah. And uh, what Greg? Uh, what's Mark in the in the room? What's his uh, the actor's name? Greg. Oh, I forget his last name. I forget actors' names always. <laughs> I don't know. I met him though. I, oh really? <laughs> he was there. So we like oh. me and my uh, my buddies took a photo with him and everything. And uh, he came out, did a Q&A with the crowd and stuff. Like, there's crazy stuff that happens at the park. Oh, I didn't it's even awesome. know that happened. Well, I Yeah, that happened, like, a but... couple weeks ago, I think. Oh, like, maybe a month ago now? Oh, shoot. Oh, yeah, that was, a, <laughs> that was a crazy experience. If you know anything about, like, the cult movie uh, scene, they have weird rituals that they do with each movie. So, like, um, the room, there's one painting in the, in the room um that looks like a spoon so everybody brings plastic spoons and whenever they see that uh painting they throw those plastic spoons at the screen so every once in a while just everybody just sends a wave of plastic spoons in the air (laughs) it's the weirdest thing it's the most nerdy thing in the world but like it was a good time (laughs) that'd be so funny just to see that oh yeah we're throwing oh it was so weird I didn't know that when I went and yeah, because <laughs> I'm not a big yeah. movie guy, right? I'm not a big movie buff. I just, you know, watch movies here and there. Well, yeah, I, <laughs> watching that with a crowd, too, because people are heckling. They're like talking to the screen and stuff like totally different experience than theater. Huh. Yeah, it now is a weird. Now I need to go see this with you now one of these days. That'll be fun. Oh, yeah. You got to go to a showing of the room somewhere. <laughs> Yeah, it's an experience. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> if you could have your listeners, I guess fans as well for the new band and everything, remember one thing about yourself, Derek. What would it be? Um, I I don't know. Uh, I just really want to be known as a cool guy that people like to uh, hang out with. Really? Yeah. Come yeah. On. There has to be something else, man. I mean. I don't I don't really take too much pride in my uh like guitar playing like of of course I take pride in the music and stuff but like I don't really want to make um that my personality I don't like I'm a very political guy too so I guess there's that but yeah it's basically mostly just I want I want our fans to feel comfortable at our shows I want them to uh enjoy the music I want to be able to help them out in whichever way I can whether it's uh, being able to make music that they can uh, listen to on their um, like on their uh, low days, right? To like uh, boost them up on their high days and stuff like that. Just I want to be that guy where people are like comfortable with. You're, and, you're you're that guy. Yeah, you're that guy. I want I, I want to be that guy. <laughs> yeah, man, you could be that. Guy. Maybe, I could be. Hopefully, hopefully, maybe you are that guy. I'm hoping so. Yeah, I, I, I guess that. I guess that's really it. I want to be the, the the chill guy that plays in Kokomono. <laughs> I can oh. hang out with the fans <laughs> and drink with them here and there. You yeah, know. yeah. Have a good time. Have a, good have time. a couple beers. You know, enjoy yeah. enjoy life. Exactly. That's about it. That. That's what it's about. Exactly. Promote 
How small artists or artists yourself do you been getting into lately, Derek? You think? Lately. Oh, um, I'm okay. So basically, the music I'm into right now are like weird shit. So, <laughs> like, there's a band that called Bent Knee, but they're not like a small artist. Ooh. I mean, like, just everybody in the band in the local scene. Uh, shout out to uh, Low Life. They're um, they're fantastic. They're all like amazing musicians. Uh, just starting out, I believe. Not like like as a band, not like yeah. in the scene, like. They've all been playing in bands, I believe. So they're starting now. They're playing with us on December 10th or already played with us on December 10th, whenever this comes out. Uh, <laughs> uh, Avenue 40, uh, 46. Again, they got a, they got a record or the EP out. Uh, fantastic. Definitely listen to them. Brotherhood and Co. Uh, all playing with us on played or has played on December 10th again. <laughs> So they're all they're all fantastic. Anyone in the scene, uh, Tuva, again, amazing musician. Uh, come out to her shows and stuff. Support, buy tickets, buy T-shirts, whatever you can do. I love that. Well, Derek, shout yourself out. Shout out the band. What do you want the people? Tell the people. You listen, have a couple seconds listen, to tell people what you want. Listen, we are we are now Kokomono. Uh, we have our mascot, the mushroom. We, uh, I, I'm going to call uh, the mushroom Coco uh, because I don't know what else to call it right now. Oh, no. <laughs> that might change. <laughs> Coco, the mushroom. Um, yeah, we're going to uh, create a brand around that. Uh, I hope you like it. Give us feedback. Tell, tell us what you, uh, what you like, what you don't like, and uh, we can go from there. Yeah. It's all about you guys, the fans. <laughs> Got all the fans. Shout out the fans. 